Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. Today I want to talk about Lent. We are somehow already only a couple months away from Easter. And in my particular denomination, Catholic Church, we prepare with the season of Lent. We remember kind of those things that we need to walk away from. We practice fasting and abstinence and prayer and almsgiving and all of those things to prepare our hearts to be ready for the joy of Easter. And I love this season. It is my favorite. And I I think I did an episode on it last year and talked about just some things that you can do to prepare your heart for Easter. But I want to talk about it again this year because I'm in a different place. And although similar, different. Like I remember what I did last year and what I'm doing this year is a little bit similar, but it's also a little bit different because the season of my life is different. And so Whether you really practice fasting or any additional things during Lent, this episode will be helpful for you if you just feel stuck in your faith life and you just need to rejuvenate a little bit, change things up. Because I know that with everything, if you're doing the same thing all the time, it just becomes, it's almost like you take it for granted if that makes sense. And so you got to switch it up a little bit. You've got to, especially in different seasons of life, learn to just be flexible on what you're doing with your faith. And in this season of life, my prayer time looks so much different than it did six months ago when I wasn't working outside of the home. I would Before, I would get up in the morning and have my quiet time before the kids got up. And then after school drop-off, I'd work out and get ready for the day and do my stuff. Well, that just doesn't work for me anymore if I want to get my work in as well as everything else that I'm doing. And so I've had to just switch up how that looks. And so I don't love it, but my faith is a little bit more on the go. However... I am also, it's not bad. It's not bad. Like, it's just different. And I have to keep giving myself that grace that in this phase of life, my prayer time is just different. So most mornings, I'm still able to get in my Jesus Calling devotional and writing in my gratitude journal. So my gratitude journal, I'll write five things that I want to, I'm grateful for and five things that I want to pray for. And some mornings, I'm able to do more. And some evenings I'm able to take that journal and just write out my feelings as I need to. But I feel good if I can just get those couple of of moments in. And then while I'm getting ready and kind of helping my kiddos like wake up and do their things upstairs, getting dressed and brushing teeth and going potty, I am getting myself ready. But I turn on a Christian Pandora station and try to be present to that music and prayerful about what I'm doing and and just giving God my day as my daily intention. And and that's something I want to be more mindful of is just saying, if nothing else in the morning, 
I got this idea from a video that a girlfriend shared with me from Ascension Presents. Uh, in that if you are familiar with Father Mike Schmitz, you'll know Ascension. They That is the, the company he works with. But they do these short videos called Ascension Presents. This woman was sharing five Catholic hacks to bring you peace of mind. And honestly, Catholic or not, we all could use those little hacks to bring us that peace of mind. And one of those things was in the morning you give your day to God. And there are different ways to do this. There are specific prayers in the Catholic Church that you could use to give your morning, you know, the morning offering prayer, give it to God. But I mean, like you could literally just say in your head, God, this day is yours. Whatever happens, I give it to you. And what a, what a like little beautiful way to start your day. So I let, I loved that. That The video was good. And I can, I'll link that in the show notes actually. So you can watch it. But I, I don't know. I, I think just that quick little God, this day is for you. And even saying it before you get out of bed. Even saying it like the minute your alarm goes off, just thinking, God, my, my day is for you. Another ha- another hack. This is not what I'm doing for Lent because, you know, you know how I talk about habits. It's little tiny bits at a time. So I'm going to add in that sentence in the morning as part of my prayer time, as part of my like giving my day to God. Because if nothing else happens the rest of the day, I've given it to God, right? As far as my prayer life. Obviously, things are going to happen. You know what I mean? But another hack that she talked about that I thought was great was setting reminders on your phone, like setting reminders at specific times. If you want to just say that quick little prayer, right? You told somebody you would pray for them, set an alarm to remind you, or somebody's having surgery, set an alarm to remind you, or just set a noon reminder every day, an hourly reminder. I don't know. Do what you need to do. I just thought it was a good idea and I wanted to share that with you. But uh, what else am I doing? I need separation from my phone. Straight up. There's the raw, raw me. I need to quit being on my phone so much. Boundaries are good. I work on my phone. You know, it, it's just, there's so much on our phones anymore between work and connecting with people. And not only do you have your phone, you have your watch. I don't. I refuse to get one because I'm already connected enough to my phone. I feel like there's zero separation if I have a watch. If you have a watch, I'm not saying, not judging you. I'm saying it's not for me. It's not for me because I know it would not be healthy for me. But I know that I still need more separation from my phone. Uh, And that's hard because everything's on there. Everything. And you get sucked into things. (laughs) Like how many times do you go on your phone and you're like, to look up something. You go on your phone to look up something and then there's a notification. And then you get off your phone and you're like, wait, I didn't even do the thing I went on my phone for. And I have been noticing me and my husband lately just kind of watching our family that when we're together, like what are we teaching our kids that we're on our phones all the time, even if it is work? Because when they get phones, they're going to be on their phones all the time. And then they'll be like, well, you're on yours all the time. (laughs) Okay, maybe they're not going to talk like that. I don't know. But anyway, I want to set a better example. And I just straight up need separation. Last year for Lent, I... I had a a limit, time limit of when I could be on my phone. And it was that I couldn't go on. I could be, I could check my text messages and my emails because, or Seesaw, which is what the app we use for school communication, just to make sure there's no school things that I missed. Other than that, social media apps and things, additional apps, 
were not able, I was not able to use those. I think it was between eight and eight is what I did. I can't remember for sure the time, but I could be on it on my phone for between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. But after that, my phone was done. And before that, my phone was done. And the nice thing about it was prior to the Lent last year, I was just struggling to sleep well. And it was amazing how when I had that cutoff of my phone time, a time on my phone, that I was I was sleeping so much better during Lent last year. I wouldn't say I'm having that same issue this year sleep-wise, just normal random nights, but not consistent. I'm up hours at a time. But in the mornings, I do find myself, instead of spending that time with God, like a minute here, a minute there freaking matters, you guys. It adds up. And so in the morning, like why is the first thing that I open? Instagram. Why? It should not be, it should not be like sitting on the toilet changing and then brushing my teeth and I, yeah, I pee and change clothes. I do. Because it's five in the morning and I don't have that much brain function. But I'm brushing my teeth and I'm checking my Instagram. Why? Why don't I high five myself in the mirror? Why don't I take that moment to give my attention to God for the day? You know? So anyway, I'm for sure going to do it in the morning. I don't know if I'm going to set a time as far as like from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. I don't know if I'm going to do like 7.30 to 8.30. I don't know for sure what I'm going to do, but I know I'm going to do some sort of separation from my phone. Maybe I'll do from 5 to 6. I don't know. I don't know if that's feasible because we're traveling for sports and sometimes I'm texting other moms and, and whatever activities. Um, but I know that I need to have some separation from my phone. And so I'm, that's part of the fasting for me is walking away from that, um, getting that separation and kind of suffering through that a little bit. And part of Lent is finding things that it's not easy to walk away from, or it's not easy to fast from. And part of why we do that is to remind ourselves of our need for Jesus, it, in those moments of, of fasting, whether you are fasting from your phone, you're fasting from a certain food, uh, you're, you're just fasting in general, right? Like you're eating just three small meals a day or, or however you're doing it. It's in those moments that we're like craving those things that we need to remember our dependence on God, our trust in God, our need for God. And and that is why we fast. Not just because at the end of Easter or the end of Lent and at Easter time, you're like, oh yeah, I did it. And then you dive right back in. It's a, it's kind of a way for me, like I love Lent more than I love New Year's <laughs> because for me, it's like a, it, it forces me into these better habits. And so I always look at it like, what do I need to fast from that I am is taking me away from God? What is taking my time or my energy or my space that I could be giving to God? And for me, the easy answer is my phone. So in the morning, I'm going to give my day to God. I'm going to have this phone separation. I've got to figure that out yet. And then, um, Lastly, I am joining a Lenten women's group at our church. We are going to be studying the Blessed Is She devotional. And by the time you read this, I think it, 
or not read this, by the time you hear this episode, which will be Thursday, the February 9th, their devotional, I think the last day to order it is that day. However, there are so many devotionals out there, right? So um, this one is just the one who that was chosen by the person who is leading this group. And they are meeting every Saturday during Lent. I already know that every Saturday won't work for me. Even if I can go to a couple, great. But I've been looking for and praying for a new devotional anyway. And so I'm excited to just add this into my prayer my prayer time. Just a little additional. It's not going to take me a ton of time. But it will be just a great addition to my prayer life to maybe just kind of give it that flexibility, that newness that I need to just kind of switch things up. So, and also connecting with other women going through their Lenten journey, going through their faith life, like their faith journey and talking about it is a beautiful thing as well. There are so many things that I want to do during Lent. Like there's just so many ideas out there and you think about fasting and prayer and giving, almsgiving. And I always want to just do more. I want to do all the things. And as a habit coach, I'm like, I can't, I know better. It will not stick and I will feel overwhelmed. And the point of Lent is not to overwhelm you. It is to prepare your heart. So hopefully this just kind of triggers some ideas in your brain, whether you are entering the Lenten journey in the same way that I am, or you are just needing something new in your prayer life, in your faith journey, hopefully this episode is helpful. And if it is, share it with your friends who might also just need a little a little elbow, right? Like just a little nudge of here are some ideas of how to change up your, your faith life because it doesn't have to be this like major thing where you're like, I'm going to adoration every Monday or I'm adding in an hour of prayer time. I mean, it could simply be like listening to the Bible in a year in the car or the catechism in a year in the car or a, a faith-filled podcast in the car instead of the radio, right? Like just little changes like that can bring an awareness to God, <laughs> in your everyday life, in the chaos that that it can be. So I hope and pray this episode blesses you. I hope and pray that your Lenten journey is just absolutely wonderful and that you are able to renew your faith in Jesus. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.